Welcome to this very special edition of the Hawk Talk Podcast. We are on the road. We're in Adelaide for the AFL's Gather Round. G'day, Tiz. G'day, mate. Well, we arrived in Adelaide about four o'clock. Got some dinner, walked to the ground. Unfortunately, didn't find the right bridge. It's iconic. (laughs) Yeah. It it doesn't seem to be... This is my first time in Adelaide. It doesn't seem to be a city made for the spectacle of AFL. What do you mean? Well, just the traffic control. Getting away from the ground was a nightmare, actually. Ah, they, they gave us a bu- free bus. It's fine. Yeah, it took us, what, almost an hour to get home. And we, we're not we're actually pretty close by the ground, I would say. Anyway, we went to the active site. That was good. Okay, here's the thing. Heading into this festival of footy, as they've coined it, we weren't necessarily sure what to expect from the AFL. I'll give them props. This festival of footy, this gather-round, the activations all around it, it's pretty good. It does feel kind of special. Yeah, okay, yeah, it feels a little special. There's <laughs> <laughs> a distinct lack of Hawthorne. There's a big poster oh, well, of okay. James Sicily, yeah, that... and then no, absolutely no merch whatsoever. Yeah, well, it's Thurs- that was Thursday night. Okay, we're playing on Sunday. At Norwood, we're, we're off-Broadway. I saw GWS stuff. This is not on. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I'll give anyway. you that. Get into the ground, expecting a really good contest. Carlton, unfortunately, missed their flight. <laughs> well, <laughs> Didn't I'll turn say, up in the first quarter. I'll say this for the Blues. They proved that Monday can happen to any team. <laughs> <laughs> you know, our Easter Monday wasn't great. The first half was something special. That was fun. But uh, the second half was ugh, cringeworthy. Uh, but the Blues proved that any team can do it. Um, that was just as bad from Carlton, I would say. 67 fewer possessions in that first quarter and four fewer marks inside 50. But Which team but, are we talking about? <laughs> it's just... Carlton... Anyway, they you know, If that happened to Hawthorne now, we wouldn't worry because we're rebuilding, but it happens to them. Exactly, yeah. No, it's an indictment on them and how, and how they're playing and how they're travelling. But the flip of that is they've stayed with Stevie Nicks. Yes. Matthew next. <laughs> yeah. For, for what is it? Is this his fifth year? Yeah, something like and that, Adelaide. It's just yeah. been a constant progression. But that football they put in last night, mm. even their young players are contributing significantly. Yeah, and, and I do believe that Hawthorne can get there. Look, let, let's go back to Easter. I don't want to dwell too much on that game. No, they definitely can get there. That's the point I'm going yes. for. Yes, yes. Yeah. It was a tale of two halves on Monday. And you've got to be pleased with what we saw in the first half. The first half is what you need to concentrate on. Because mm-hmm. we matched them for intensity. Yep. As soon as that dropped away, we were all at sea. Clearances and contested footy to half-time, we were winning. And I, I believe we were winning the inside 50s as well. I'd have to double-check that. But everything was travelling along quite nicely against the reigning premiers. Yeah. And it was just a matter of time until they flexed their muscle. They're not going to be... They were a sleeping giant. They're going to wake up eventually. They did against us in the second half. But, of course, the more worrying thing 
for Hawthorne fans and, and the club is the fact that this is becoming a trend now. What is happening at halftime? Well, the third quarter's uh, an indictment on the side. Mm. Um, they just concede scores. Uh, this is not, you know, mid-quarter. This is after a bit of a break, a bit of a rest. Are they just losing concentration? What is, what's being said? What's the message? I don't know. Burge told us that they were very, very fit. Mm. And, and they certainly seem to run out the games that they're in the contest for. But um, the only players that really held up for most of the day was, unfortunately, Will Day, who's still out after yep. our appeal. And Luke Bruce bobbed up after having a down week the week yeah, before. Yeah, no, that was good to see. Where he was playing decoy. He still kicked his three. Fergus Green looked pretty good, I would say. Yeah. He continues to, to prove that his elevation to AFL is, you know, was a good call. What did you think of Nuke? Oh, he's, he's having an odd, an odd season. Like, he's a contributor, but not quite. I mean, I, I had him predicted as PCM by the end of the year. Yeah. He's not on track for that, let's be honest. Um, he's still a very valuable contributor to this side, but I, I suppose we should have seen it coming that opposition sides would put would put time into him. Um, and you know, in the in the broader scope of things, as far as the midfield is concerned, we're doing good things this year. Is, is that related? Is Nuke taking a bit of a back step so others can step up? Maybe that's the case. Well, I think Ward stepped up. I think he's yes. he's playing very well. And then I heard him interviewed by 3OW and uh, they were all agog for Wardy. Yeah. They loved the way he interviewed his style, how he spoke about the contest. Yeah, sounds a little bit like a leader. And the disappointment that was in his voice. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's very tangible. On, on And we heard what, what the win against uh, Geelong last year meant to Wardy yeah. before Christmas. So they would have been eager for that to happen mm-hmm. again. Anyway, um, I thought our ruck division was... Well, I thought Meek stood up. He mm. tried to exert himself after That's a, couple of, it. a couple of fluffy moments the week before. <laughs> so I felt that the spotlight came on him and he responded. I thought that was good. Sold a bit of candy. you got to love that. That was <laughs> so unexpected. But you know what? He followed it up with a moment that was totally expected. He kicked like a ruckman too. <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, you got to know your limitations. But that was marvellous. And the crowd loved it too. Yes, definitely. The crowd was totally behind that. Bit of an unsung hero. Uh, Jarman Impey. I thought it was yeah. pretty good this game. It was probably his best game of the year. Mature head. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he, he was displaying good good decisions. To what extent do you read into the second half? Because I've said, uh, I said just moments ago that it was only a matter of time for Geelong to get motoring, and they did it against us, which is unfortunate. But Can we go back to the first half? Talk about <laughs> Dangerfield versus Will Day and how yeah. how good that contest was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Will Day is the success story of our year so far. There's yeah. no question of that. I mean, what's he? He's won three straight MVP honors. I know. I know that's just fan voting, but it's clear to all. And signed. Yes, four years. So. Uh... <laughs> you you did say last pod you said not to even worry about yeah, it. And do there were, not worry. And there were whispers that it was going to be four years. It is four years, and mate. That was some sensational news. Yeah, oh, it's, uh, see that that's that's how you attract new talent to the club as well by mm. saying, "Look, Will Day wants to stay. He's part of the picture. Sammy's got his support. It's um, you know, you just start developing and fostering these kids." But but my question being, do we give 
you know much of a crap about that second half, or or do we just say, well, Geelong was going to Geelong eventually? No, you, you don't say that. You, you, that was totally unacceptable what happened in that second half. You mm-hmm. should never, <laughs> you should never wash over that. But we don't need to talk about that because the club knows they're going to tell the players that that is totally unacceptable. You yeah. cannot go to water like they did. They'd mm-hmm. be embarrassed by what happened, as they rightly should be. But that's going to happen with young teams mm. when they get out of their comfort zone and they try things that don't exactly work off or or, or um, they become defensively minded and you never have an outkick, mm. you know, it's, it's going to be very difficult. Uh, how did you... I know you turned up to the VFL. I so did. So that was yeah. a much better, much better morning. Yeah, I, I mean, Box Hill were in control pretty much all day. Yeah, never looked um, phased, did they? No, and then they broke away and just piled on the pain in, in very quick succession those goals came and, and Butler looked pretty good. Looked pretty good. Mate, if he doesn't get selected, it's well, he, ridiculous. He isn't this this week, is he? He's not. I even... know. What's going on? What more do they want? <laughs> he just he just looks magnificent out there. So, um, and Maxie Ramsden, he had a good game. It was the the duo of um, Ramsden and Butler, friend of the show, Ramsden. And what else did we see? We saw some aggro. Yes, yeah, we did. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> they just um, Geelong's VFL side had no answer for Ed Phillips. It was incredible all day. He's playing very well. Yeah. Uh, Ned Long, I thought, was good as well. Max Lynch, who is a, you know, as we're recording this on Friday morning, he's potentially, you know, could be in the side. I guess we'll see this evening. Uh, You think Reeves deserves a spell in the seconds? Yeah, I would say one of them probably has to at this point. Mm -hmm. I haven't been overly impressed with our rucks this season, and... If anyone has to make way this week, it's got to be Reeves. I thought Meek showed a little bit more. And I'm not just talking about the knee. (laughs) I mean, which we know now, reviewing the footage, that he has some degree of entitlement to that. Well, you mean it shouldn't have been cited. That's what you're saying. Yeah, no, it's a big beat up over nothing, really. Little Chrissy Scott just just taking his... You know, he's just taking the media's focus off that first half. Let's not forget how bad Geelong... (laughs) Would have perceived themselves at at half time, and, and how because entitled... they had been worried by a very very young Hawthorne side. Well, th- who well, had wasted it. opportunities in front of goal. Definitely could have been five goals clear. Definitely, I think to some extent, as I said, tale of two halves. But we are entitled to feel good about ourselves because we matched it and even outplayed the reigning premiers in that well, first half. I, so I think what it says is our prep for the game. Yeah, far better than Geelong's. Mm-hmm. But once they got the chance to go back in the rooms, really sort of work out how they wanted to attack this, we didn't have the wherewithal to change our tactics well, on field. Well, that's what I wonder about as well. Does this feed into that age-old question of, um, you know, Sammy's ability to change tact? Uh, because, you know, Chris Scott appeared to outcoach him. In that second half. And Sam just had no answer. He's, he's said as much that we just didn't have an answer. Well, I think that's a question of maturity of the players too because it's far m- more difficult to communicate to younger players to change the, their game style mm. within the game. Whereas, you know, old heads, they've done it before, they'll do it again. You can reference old games and say, we'll do what we do with this game. You know, it's just, it's just part of the development. But you just can't let 11 straight... Against you. Not, not an option. What did you think of Frosty? Did you enjoy his game? Oh, jeez. Um, he's the player that we've got at the moment. And it, it appears as though we're 
We've gone another week without adding in uh, Blank. We've gone another week without adding in Cozzy. And I'm not necessarily saying that either of them really deserve to be recalled. Uh, Blank was better than Cozzy. Cozzy can't get near it at the moment. The most he's doing is halving contests. But eventually, he's going to need to start winning. Yeah, um, I didn't I didn't like what I saw from Cozzy, but he still is trying to gel in that forward line, but very slow to react. And um, anyway. But your question's about Frost. I, we're, we're trying something defensively. I worry that we're, we're going to be exposed for it yet again because we absolutely were against Geelong. And that was our fear as well, heading mm. into that game. That so they're putting GWS's name Cadman. Yeah. Yep. And we know what happens with relatively new players in the comp <laughs> completely exposing Hawthorne. It's a it's a worrying trend. It does tend to happen. And I don't know. Do we pay the price at the selection table again this week? I'm not sure. Because I think we certainly did with Hawkins and Cameron. I mean, Ca- well, Cameron's one of the best Look, in the comp. Yeah. So. Cameron, that was incredible to see that. Mm. Not great against your own team. Yeah. Like last night. Taylor Walker... <laughs> That was ridiculous. It was. It yeah. was just plucking them. Yeah. It was... At one point I turned to you and I said, this is like the... He's come on during the AFL Little League. You know, he's just... He's just putting his hands up and then sits in his hands every time. Um, and, and he got really angry at one point because he couldn't put it between the big sticks. But, yeah. I don't know. What are your expectations on Sunday? Because we're going out to Norwood Oval. Norwood Oval's a bit of a thin and a tiny ground. Mm. Um, I was talking to some Adelaide supporters here and, and saying uh, Nor would want to be the 20th side. Once Tassie yeah. comes in, they're looking to get the next licence. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me that on one side of the ground, there's a there's a wall. And yes. it's quite close to the boundary line. So they're going to have to do a hell of a lot of makeover mm. if they're going to get that ground up to scratch. But they probably just play at Adelaide Oval, to be fair. Well, it's the ceiling I'm worried about. It's the ceiling of why can we not get past these weird third quarter fade outs in terms of my expectations I want to see a more complete game right and I know that's tough to ask of a young side but I mean we're heading into round five it's, it's on paper what tends to happen with this side mm. week in week out regardless of the quality of the well, opposition at, at some point the opposition see that yeah and, and just wait oh absolutely yeah and they, they will be revved up at half time rope it up yeah exactly right so what are my expectations? I want to see a little something at the selection table. Um, we can't go in unchanged, or at least I don't want us to. Bramble had a, had an excellent outing VFL. I think he amassed 30 touches and was pretty good off, off half-back. Does he come back in? You know, Lynch has probably earned it. He's in, he's in the equation as well. Um, Ned, Ned Long at yeah. this point after, you know. Well, you've got Will Day out. Does Ned come in? Well, perhaps a different sort of a player, but can play midfield. Uh, and Seamus Mitchell could yet get a debut, finally. Buried the lead. Buried the lead. <laughs> Seamus Mitchell. How good would it be for that kid to finally play? And yeah, he has that, looked good. That's the one that oh, I have fingers crossed for. That's that's the change I want to see most. Because Is he still a kid? <laughs> can we still call him a kid? <laughs> How long has he been at the club? I think three years. Um, he's earned it. Yeah. Off his body of work this season, Seamus Mitchell has earned it. I'd like to see him, um, and I think there's room for him. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's um, there's some stuff to look forward to, but 
I feel like playing it at the Norwood ground will be a great leveller for both of these teams. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, but not having Will Day makes me very cautious about getting two in the face of the GWS fans that are obviously thronging around the ground. <laughs> well, uh, at, at the uh, Festival of Footy outside Adelaide Oval, I saw, a, and this is quite spectacular, there's a zip line that goes from this huge tower across the river to the ground. And I thought, well, that's the last thing I would have expected. But I also think that that might be the AFL taking suspension to new heights unnecessarily. I thought day was bad enough as it was, but suspensions, they're all about them, the AFL. We've got uh, we've got many questions about Daisy. Yeah. Shall we? Uh, if we I mean, we, we can't provide any more than the AFL has. And what was with Gary Rowan, buddy, pulling out of his appeal at the last second? How does that happen? I've never heard of that before. Gary Rowan pull, pulling out of a contest. <laughs> no. Can't believe my ears. Well, I mean, it's not a grand final. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Gary Rowan, Premiership player. Oh, yeah. What right. happened? I just rubbed salt in the water. <laughs> this one from Dino. Uh, what is Daisy's career trajectory, other than sitting the ne- out the next two rounds? It's a bit to be excited about, though. I honestly wasn't sure what to expect before the season started. Well, he's exceeded expectations, hasn't he? He has. To, um, a lot of pe- people have mentioned James Hurd in oh, the yes. way Daisy plays. Have they? I, I haven't heard this. I've but... seen it on Twitter, and and I thought of it with a couple of Essendon mates in um, in round one. We were sitting there, and uh, I don't like that no. sort of. But then you think about how he played, and, and it, it very much is a little bit like him. Now that you mention it, I can sort of see it. Yeah. It, so it, it's sort of that ungainly, but very very high football IQ because he looked like an accountant playing football. James Hurd, didn't he, really? This question from Regan. <laughs> in future, will Will Day's name be mentioned alongside Chris Grant and Corey McKernan... Sorry, we're in Adelaide. Chris Grant and Corey McKernan's <laughs> as, as players who are robbed of a Brownlow due to incompetence from the AFL Tribunal. Just on the uh, just on the Adelaide thing, Yeah, they're very polite because obviously they, they haven't had many cues out here, right? You've got 47,000 and we all went into sort of... I do it a lot at the MCC because everyone arrives at the last minute mm. and they just turn up. But they had no idea how to queue and I got many apologies, I got many excuse means. That doesn't happen in Melbourne. Did you happen to tune in to the people that were sitting behind? Well, I mean, th- yeah. When <laughs> there's, they, when, there's a lot of effing and jeffing. If, when they support, <laughs> with a capital S, <laughs> it is very loud. Like It was quite loud. There was a guy, one of the, uh, it was an older gentleman sort of sitting quite close to yeah, us. that who, wasn't needed. Who, well, he tapped him on the shoulder. Yeah. That one of the kids in front of us, I say kids or something, 20 something, and basically said, hey, there's no need for that. You better carry on. Like, you're, you're swearing a bit too much. And the guy in response turned around and was like, yeah, yeah, now calm down, relax. It's like, yeah, no, that's the point. I'm asking you to relax. Yeah, no, I, I thought that was unnecessary. But his point that it doesn't change anything. Yes, he did say that. Was 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 fine, but um, you know, he he was he wasn't even a Carlton fan, so I don't know where he was coming from anyway. So, North but Melbourne fan, of course. I I couldn't hear them to be honest, but um, but I had a lot of fun you reacting did. to the crowd around me. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to go into why, in particular, you enjoyed this game? Oh no, it's a, it, it's one of your things it's part of a multi you know yeah, that's and that's right. the first leg I've got a long way to go folks okay so we both thought that Adelaide would win 
you're the only one who put money down on it, and you tipped them by 40 plus. I did. I did. And, mate, that was home and hosed in the first quarter. I know, that's quite ridiculous, which made me worry because, obviously... <laughs> there's a lot, lot to play out. There was a quiff to come. Yep. But uh, they just watched the Blues come back at them and then hit it back yep. on Surge, the rebound. Surged away. And, uh, you know, this is a story arc, as far as the listeners are concerned. We'll put this up on social media. There's one leg remaining oh, this there's multi. one leg, yeah. Isn't there? Yeah, there is one leg. Okay, so you got Adelaide by 40 I just got plus. both Adelaide teams. I feel like they're both going to be... Absolutely primed for this round. Hashtag love the game, not the odds. Uh, but now we've got that out of the way. Um, so Port Adelaide against the Bulldogs, and you're tipping them by 40 plus. Yeah, I know. I know. It doesn't feel good. I might cash out. Nah, nah. I've got to ride out. it? Yeah, ride oh, okay. it. You stand to win a lot of money, mate. It's and all... I'm excited. Yeah, it'll, it'll... This could make this trip. <laughs> Your shout if nah, you do it's win. It's not that much money. <laughs> oh, Goodness, yes, it is. No, it's not. It's Mason's Maltese areas, the, the amount of money you stand to win. <laughs> it's a fair bit. Anyway, we're not meant to be uh, promoting gambling, although you wouldn't know gambling. it from most of the uh, paraphernalia out here at Gather Round. So. Oh, boy. I, I should say, the city's alive. There's this... Oh, yeah, there's it, posters for it everywhere. And in Horsham? Yes, I was and... going to say, on the, on the way in. It's <laughs> the whole state's up and about for it, which I didn't necessarily expect. Yeah, but... I've, I've um, quite... They've really... Uh, encouraged by their Premier. The Premier is apparently, he forced, well, he was very forceful in getting this mm. agreement and one of the Adelaide guys is like, I don't know how much we paid for it, but I reckon it might pay off. <laughs> he said he's brought the V8s back as well, so they're mm-hmm. looking to generate cash coming into their economy here. And and it's quite, it's a lovely little place. It's going to be 26 today. Yep. Off to the beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've got some more games to see ourselves besides... Oh, uh, yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah besides Giants. No buddy, though. Mm. Oh, Hoping to get you down there right next to the fence because there'd be no one else there, let's face it. You could have booed him right in his ear. I will never boo, buddy. (laughs) I'm a big buddy fan, even to this day. Anyway, um, we spoke a little bit before about selection and who might come out of this side. Because, I mean, our our potential inclusions are quite exciting. Some faces that we haven't seen much in the seniors and in the case of Seamus at all. Um, So there's the question of who comes out. Now, we had a question from Views from the Nosebleeds. Is he going to mention Chad? No. Okay. I'll mention Chad in a sec. Nash is an average midfielder. Sorry, Tiz. However, his best game was when he essentially followed Cunnington around against North. Is he a better option to tag rather than McGuinness? Oh, I have been underwhelmed by Finn. Absolutely. Now, what do you reckon that's about? Is it the fact that he still doesn't have that attacking flair about him? Definitely. Because there's nothing... Too outstanding, as opposed to last year, where it was a big revelation. Yeah, it feels like that excitement and the hype has kind of worn off a little bit heading into this season. We know what he can do, and now as fans, we're expecting more, and we're not seeing it. Are we getting a, a bit of the second slash third year blues out of Nukes and McGuinness? Maybe, mm. maybe, because you can see that McGuinness, you know, <laughs> if he's not applying that hard tag and doing it really well, then he's kind of just running around. Yeah. He's not impacting too much. Mm-hmm. The same could be said for Chad Wingard. Yeah, but and I'm not. I'm not talking about a tag, of course. But, but you've, yeah, but look, uh, Brocky, great the previous week, no good last week. Yep. I mean, I, I tipped big things for him for Tyler for against Geelong. It's it didn't materialise. Look, they're the premiers for a reason, mm-hmm. right? And they go to town on on certain players, and they know. Who's capable of 
hurting them, mm-hmm. and they stop them. Yep. That's that's how it works. They're very good defensively. I'm pretty bored with seeing Chad Wingard, and that is a terrible thing to admit because he's such an exciting player when he gets going. I mean, that we've seen it this year, that X factor that he has about him, it's still there, but I just I wonder how often we'll, we'll ever see it again. Well, we will see it again. We will. Do you reckon we'll see it this week? Perhaps. <laughs> As a sub? That was weird. What? No, I don't think that's weird. I think he's out of touch. Yeah, but we talk about, you know, Chad struts around. He, he's just awash with ego. He emanates it. Yeah, like well, an airwick purifier. Mate, he didn't walk out at 11.45 at the G, did he? Okay? So <laughs> Yeah, okay. He's a level above. Yeah. He's always demanding a spot. Mm-hmm. It's just... He just... He needs the stage. Okay. And the stage this week is Norwood. Yeah, I know. What a stage. <laughs> Mind you, obviously, I've never been before, but looking at pictures of the place, it looks pretty good. Okay. Well, I'm not prejudging it. Okay. You've, you've, you've never been either? No. And uh, we might head out to the um, to the open training if we haven't got anything else to do. Yeah, we'll see. There's, there's plenty to do at Adelaide, isn't there? Yeah. Isn't there? I've got a list somewhere. Um, Going to the zoo, at least. Yeah, pandas. Yep. They have red pandas as well, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cutest damn things on planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mate, how are we feeling about the club? Because we're, we're here in Adelaide, we're on our road trip, and the thing that has brought us here is our love of all things brown and gold. Yeah. And we're four rounds into the season. Mm. One and three. One and three. With some big losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some very heavy defeats. Now, speaking of, this will be an odd question, and, and maybe a bit gloomy for some, and I admit that. You're which... not going to go full demo, are you? No, Have you no. seen what he's done in... I don't read that trash. Yeah. It, do, it just doesn't serve me well to read that. Do you check in every Friday morning and read slide, Sliding Doors still there? If do the decisions... No, I'm not broadcasting this. You're not broadcasting. No, All right. no way. No, he's accused us of... If, if anyone... Yeah, he's accused us of tanking because he won't let it go. He's like a dog with a bone. Administrative tanking. Oh, yeah, whatever. He dresses up any way he likes. Everyone has let that go. And he's the only one still banging on about it. Hmm. You know, and... Anyway, where, where were you going? I was going with, surely you prefer our performance against Geelong over what we dished up against Sydney. I mean, round two... Oh, I think I black-holed that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've just repressed it over time. I mean, what was it? What it is, is at least they had pressure for the first half. Is that what you're telling me? Well, I suppose I chart progress. You know, it, the, the end result obviously was awful in Does both cases. Does part of you feel like this is as good as they're going to be as a young team here? Uh, as in right now? Yeah. Yeah, in, but for this season? Um, I don't know. Can they get better from here? We're well, going to yeah, have yeah. injuries. We're going to, etc. I think they can get better from here. They're going to gel. Yeah, I think it's a slow and steady. Who do we have next week? Uh, that's a good question. Who do we have next week? Is it the Docs? Adelaide. Adelaide, bloody hell, the dog's the week after. In Tassie. Okay, well, the Great Leveller. <laughs> the Great Leveller. You know, our Tassie Fortress. Because <laughs> it's definitely still a fortress, folks. That's for sure. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, that'll be an interesting game. Oh, God. No, I'm. Your face has changed. Nightmares about Taylor Walker, of all people. <laughs> no, they'll rest him. 
I would rest him. If I were Nick's, I would rest him. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, it's it's not getting... Well, when does it get easier? We play the Dogs after, then West Coast after that? Well, look, my point is it's not going to get any easier, but they've got to find ways to scrap and stay in games yeah. and keep the scoring down. I, I and think... how you manage that and also switch on to full attack mode, which is what Sammy wants to do mm-hmm. and was what Adelaide did so well last night. So you're looking at the new breed of how people want to be moving the football is Adelaide, Hawthorne when they're actually doing okay. Yeah, Hawthorne has shown that they're able to capture that. I thought, you know, that first half against Geelong, obviously, but more frequently against North Melbourne, they had a sense of equilibrium where it just wasn't too far in one direction or not far enough in the other. They, there was, it just felt more balanced. What I want to see with, with Hawthorne is if they can get the accurate kicks, actually, and we've got a few in the midfield now. They're getting much better mm-hmm. with the distribution out of the midfield by foot. If they can do what Adelaide were doing, just hitting guys, mm. controlling possession, um, moving the ball around very, very easily, mm-hmm. and just chipping inside, you know, that level of confidence we saw last night is a long way off for us, but there can be moments of it. Well, I said pre-season, and I still hold this belief even now that this season is not not necessarily outcomes-focused for me in terms of the end results, the scoreboard. I will be happy if I see improvements. Now, I feel like we've shown that. I know that we've been on the end of some you know, whopping margins, but... Like I said, from Sydney to Geelong, we've had a win in between that time as well. I'm seeing little baby steps. It's slow, but it's happening. If that stops, maybe I'll start to get disenchanted. But for now, it's happening. Now, are you organised for the hill this evening? You're all set. We're going to be on the hill at Adelaide overwatching the Tigers versus the Swans? I think my days of standing room are are almost over at this point. I'm, yeah, very disgruntled about... DJ there? Oh, my God. We've got the, well, the entertainment wear pajamas, which is quite interesting. <laughs> but I understand that, you know, it is a night game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're referring, of course, to the special uh, gather round merch. Yeah, pajamas. <laughs> I don't mind it, I will say. Well, yeah, okay. It's, um, <laughs> it's an interesting choice. Anyway, so I've got to get your multi. Tiger Swans. Oh, that, oh, this is what we're doing. I thought you were. No, no, yeah. we're, well, we're going to all these games. So Tiger right. Swans. All right, uh, Sydney. Essendon, Melbourne, in a game where I cannot pick what side I want to win. Hopefully it's a draw. Yeah, this is a nightmare for you, but Melbourne will win. Uh, Port Adelaide Dogs, be careful, because, you know, well, could, I, I we want, could pay off the trip if you get it right. Well, exactly, I want your multi to get home. I want Port to win by 40+. plus. And uh, GWS Hawthorne. I mean, it's tough, isn't it? Um, I know that the boys have it in them. You know, that first half, there's something good there. Can we put it together against GWS? Well, of all the teams and the rest of the comp, I think we can put it together against the Giants. I think we can win this week. I think we can. Yep. Do you want to put a margin? <laughs> oh, 10 points. 10 points. We'll go to the Ash Brown the special. The Ash special. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, mate. Look, if we do get the win, it's it's not going to be a big margin. No. no. But it should be a decent game. It I should be so. a very, very big level of having that having that uh, ground like it is. And I, I do 
sincerely hope we see Lynch come back into that side because I think we need that kind of forward target. I hope he's used that way too. Well, that was something that I felt, uh, you know, it's clear as day, you know, the, the season so far. Obviously, we need Mitch Lewis back on the park. But against Geelong, there were times in that game where I thought, oh, boy, we miss Mitch. Yeah. Yeah, we really need that target. He's back soon, mate. It's not not long now. We've been counting down. I think he set for a turn against West Coast, fingers crossed. Okay. Have I put the moz on him? I don't know. Have I done that? That's, I don't think it matters. I think they always yeah. just push it out a little bit further. Yeah. Jekker on the way back as well. I think he's a week away. Uh, Straight back in? <laughs> maybe not. Let's not get too, too carried away. But there's stuff to look forward to, yeah. is the point. Uh, and Box Hill look like they're... Definitely playing finals on their form. Yeah. Moving the ball very well. Yeah, they're very so, enjoyable to watch, yeah. actually. So, so, you know, you can get excited, even if you're showing up to... I think that's about the, the highest level game in Melbourne this weekend, isn't it? The yeah. Box Hill Hawks? I would say right so. Right now. So, uh, yeah. It's the Hawks versus Collingwood, I think, which yeah. wouldn't be too yeah. bad. Yeah. So, anyway, um, are we done here, mate? It sounds like we're wrapping up. Yeah, yeah, no, we're good. <sighs> so, we've got standing room tonight, as you say, against... Uh, so, it's Richmond, Sydney. Yep. At the, the loudest ground I've ever been to. The most... Do you ob- think it's... Nah, it's not. The noise is so obnoxious. It's obnoxious, but it's, it's not the loudest. The, the, the AFL's... It's just constant. It, the directive is, don't be bored, you can't be bored, here's some noise. Oh, you mean, the, you mean the the PA music? Oh, every single time, mate. You just, you can't have a thought to yourself. I sound like an old man, I admit it. Yeah. But you, there's no room to eat. Eight hours in a car will make you sound that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, granted, maybe I was a bit cranky after the trip in. Maybe that was it. Maybe I needed a nap. <laughs> Am I a young child or, or am I an old man? It's, but we it's could go through Caniva? Caniva? Caniver, I think it is. Where, where Clarko came from? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you wouldn't know it. Did Was there a footy field in sight? Was yeah. There anything, I, I was know. there anything in sight? It wasn't, a, it wasn't a lot out there, but there was a puppet store. Oh, no. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway. That was... The, that's that, what, what was that? That stood out to me. Not repeating the joke I made in the car. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sure you can fill in the blanks, listeners. Who's he making puppets of? Now? Oh. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Anyway, he's paraphrasing, folks. Of course, <laughs> something along those lines. Uh, yeah, we're wrapping up. We better find something to do today. Port Adelaide, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> we'll work it out, listeners. Uh, some social media stuff that we're doing off the cuff here. Uh, Apple Podcasts. You can rate and review us on there. Would really appreciate it if you took the time out to do that. Uh, or on Spotify, Google Podcasts, however you're listening to this. Um, and of course, we're on social media channels too. Twitter, at HawkTalkPod. Facebook, facebook.com slash HawkTalkPod. We're on Instagram as well. And of course, uh, a big thanks to our proud, passionate and paid up Patreon subscribers who help make this show possible. Patreon.com slash HawkTalkPod. Yeah, we've had a few listeners hit us yes, up. Yes, yes, exactly what I was getting to. And uh, well, we'll be doing something before the match, and hopefully after the match in celebration. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, yeah, just stay tuned to our socials: Twitter, yeah. Facebook, Instagram. Because um, just send us a DM, say hey, I'm around. Yes, that too. Yeah, because uh, we we want to keep people informed on what we're doing match day. I don't know about open training yet on the Saturday, but definitely match day will be around and drinks before and after. <laughs> Emphasis on after. <laughs> would be nice and we have a limited supply of our season guide as well so if anyone wants to pick up copies of those we, we will have some on hand make sure you have cash exact change is better <laughs> they're going to be eight dollars so and, and this will be it now i reckon i reckon this will be the, the the final few copies and then we're done 
Yep. Yep. So if anyone wants to have a drink, anyone wants a guide, uh, you know how to hit us up. That'll be it, mate. We're, All right, uh, we're off to the surf. Yep, we've got to get got to get moving and uh, do something with our day ahead of the big blockbuster clash back at Adelaide Oval tonight, where I look forward to the uh, the crowd crush once again. Getting home, mate. I'm going to buy a pajama top and then go and join in with the dancing. <laughs> you reckon you could sneak in? No problem. No problem. Did you see security? <laughs> yes. They get paid for that. Or is it just the thrill of being there that's enough? <laughs> do they do it for the exposure? Oh, it was great. Oh, they just... <laughs> anyway. It is a thrill to be here in Adelaide, and uh, thank you so much for your patience this week as we get this podcast up a little bit later than usual, but, you know, special week for us. Great to be here, and uh, we'll be in touch soon. Win, lose, or draw. It's the Hawk Talk Podcast. We are a happy team of Hawk Talk.